Hi, welcome back to Ask a Monk. Today's question comes from T Master Yoda T. Now that I'm sitting here perceiving the world and accepting what is, I was wondering how one can be really proactive as a Buddhist. Meditating and trying to unravel oneself's thoughts does does seem to refrain from taking action needed to change, or not. Or not? Um, two things, I suppose. The first one, three things. The first one is, um, I'm not going to pass judgment, but it's hard to believe that you could just sit down and suddenly start accepting the world, accepting what is. Um, you have to understand that it's not just, um, it's not something that's that's easy to do, or it's not something that you just do, you know, sit down, okay, now I'm accepting the world, what next? Um, the ability to accept things for what they are is the, is, is enlightenment, and, um, I suppose it's easy to think that suddenly you're accepting things as they are, but the fact that you're asking this question shows that there is quite likely um, non-acceptance, the need for something more. The fact that you're sitting there and saying, what next, shows that there's uh, some need in the mind for something greater. Um, actually, accepting what is, uh, is is a state that affects a profound change on who you are. It's not just you sit there, everything else is the same, except now you accept everything for what it is. It changes your whole life. You have to go through um, great upheaval in your life and in the way you look at the world. Um, it, it's something. It's an incredibly uh, difficult and generally lengthy process that 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 requires you to analyze and you know to. Um, reevaluate the whole of your life uh, in in terms of how you look at the world, how you interact with other people, and so on. So I I, I wouldn't um, misunderstand that uh, as soon as you sit down and and say to yourself rising, falling, or or you know, seeing, seeing, hearing, hearing, or so on, suddenly you accept things. No, what this does is allows you to see the things that you don't accept, the friction that you have, the tension that you have in your mind that's causing you suffering. That's the first thing. The second thing is um, <clears throat> the whole idea of being proactive is in many ways a, um, I would say, a, a misunderstanding of, uh, of, of what's good and what's right, or a misreading of the, the world in general. The idea that the problems in the world can somehow be fixed if we all just work harder or um, do more. Uh, I would say that in fact most of the problems in the world come from the fact that we're doing too much, that we're seeking after, that we're trying to fix and to force and to make things according to our wishes. If you look at um, the, 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 the rise of civilization, of, of human civilization, um, it has mostly been because of our inability to accept things as they are. Things are not comfortable enough, they're not convenient enough, they're not uh, satisfying enough. And so we create greater and more immediate pleasures um, again and again, uh, adding to the burden that we have to carry around and the burden that we're putting on the world and on the natural resources around us. Uh, instead of 
simply accepting things for what they are, which would uh, leave the world in a state of harmony and peace. If we were all content and were able to, you know, to to follow this sort of idea of uh, simply accepting things or at least understanding things for what they are, uh, then we wouldn't we wouldn't have the the problems that we see in the world today. Most of them. The the third thing is that um, even in those cases where it is necessary to be proactive, where we have to help other people or um, where we should in, um, encourage and support people in, in good things and, and in, in developing themselves and in helping the world, it's, it's impossible to think that, it's absurd to think that um, you can just go out and help and you can just go out and work in the world without um, any sort of training in terms of um, your own purification. The idea that we can just go out and help other people and that's what we should be doing um, is, um, <clears throat> is fallacious for the reason that the only way you can help people is if you are a, a helpful person, if you're a person who is... Um, if you're a person who, is, who has negative states of mind, what you're going to pass on to other people are those negative states of mind. If you're a person who is stressed out, if you're a person who gets angry easily, if you're a person who is um, addicted and, and attached to sensual pleasures, you're not going to go out and help other people. You're going to go out and twist and turn them for your own benefit and, and um, you know, harm them by your own mental defilements. And I think this is what we see. We, we, there are many organizations that claim to be doing good or, or wish to, to, for, for good things to arise, but end up you know, suffering a lot and, and, and having great difficulty doing what they're doing because of the conflict and the tension, the anger, the frustration, um, the stress, and, and so on that, that, um, that, assault, uh, that assails them in, in their own minds. And this is likened, as I've said before, to a river. If the source of 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 any any river or or stream, um, a water source, is impure at the source, then all down the stream, no matter what comes in contact with it, the, 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 they they can't get any benefit from that water. No matter anywhere along the stream, anywhere down the river, if the source is only if the source is pure, can um, the rest of the the stream be of any use, and the same is with our mind. If our mind is impure, if we act or speak with an impure mind, then we don't bring happiness; we only bring suffering. So, um, <clears throat> meditation, in that sense, it starts with a training. It starts with a personal training where you close the door, close your eyes, block out the world, and start from square one. You know, look at the very um, kernel, the source of all of your actions, all of your um, manifestations in the world and start to clean that, start to purify that. As you get better at that, then you move outward and your meditation slowly enters into your daily life. As you practice on and on, eventually your daily life is meditation. When you meet with people and you get angry, you're, you're watching the anger, you're looking at it and you're trying to um, clean that as well. You're trying to purify that. Um, so, 
uh, on the one hand, the idea that meditation is only for the sitting mat with the closed door and therefore has nothing to do with the world is false. Um, but on the other hand, that it has to start from within. You can't just go out in the world and meditate. You can't just walk down the road and say, okay, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to be mindful of everything. I'm going to consider things carefully. It's, um, you know, you're dealing with so much, so many layers of dirt and defilement in the mind and, and um, um, misunderstandings that, that exist in the mind that, that it's highly unlikely that you'll be able to do such a thing. And, in, and uh, conversely, you'll, you're more likely to, um, to harm others, to harm yourself and to harm others and to feel bad about it later on. So retreating... Uh, is coming back to the basics and starting off from the, the the very kernel of our being, which is our mind. When we close our eyes, we start to see how our mind reacts to very simple things, reacts to the stomach rising and falling, reacts to having to sit still, reacts to pain, reacts to the building blocks that are that make up our everyday life. Once we get better at that, then we move out into our daily life and actually incorporate the meditation practice into our lives. Meditation should not be something that is external to your daily life, an addition or um, a segregated part. Your life should become meditative. If your life is not becoming meditative, um, you'll never succeed in, in the meditation practice, in becoming enlightened. Your whole life has to be meditation. Meditation is a way of life, not an addition to life. So... Uh, in that sense, it will be of great value to to you in anything you do. In any any time you wish to help others or do good things for the world, meditation will keep you balanced and and uh, reasonable, and able to see things as they are, and react uh, properly, appropriately to every situation. Okay, so I hope that helps. Uh, good question. It's one that's asked often. So, yeah, there's my answer. <laughs>